Welcome to the Alberta Prosperity Project podcast. If you're ready to listen, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Thursday, August 25th, 2022. Welcome to episode 15 of the Alberta Prosperity Project podcast. I'm your host, Hunter, today, joined today with Tanner, who has a different scene in the background. Tanner, where are you today? A different scene. I am a nomad. I have been for the last two weeks. I've been all Mm. over the province. Lots of fun. I am currently, therefore, in Sherwood Park now. Mm. And so a couple of relatives so graciously allowed me to stay and record a couple of podcasts or a couple of videos here in uh, in the park. It's a lovely day outside. The sun is shining, as you can tell in the back. Mm-hmm. And the house is quite cozy. So it's been uh, it's pretty exciting. Now, as for you, mm-hmm. I'm noticing more and more decor, more yep. and more furniture being moved into your place. Is that quite yeah. correct? The back that... looks very full. That is quite correct. There's uh, This is now the final room that uh, the wife has to start rearranging some stuff. Uh, the plants are placed all over the place now. She uh, sent me a message right before we started this podcast saying she found a lemon tree uh, that uh, she wants to buy. There's sick. yeah a cactus up on the side shelf beside me. There's yeah, a bunch of stuff everywhere, but that's okay. It's uh, I, well, I, love I don't lemons. have to rearrange well, it, so yes. As you know, mm. I love lemons. I love mm-hmm. lemonade. Let me be more sure. specific. I love lemonade. Sure. This I did not know this about the lemon tree. Was mm. this a recent development? It was. It was about uh, ten minutes ago. So. Oh. Okay. So this is hype. Yes. This yes. is hype because because um well because as you know I'm bougie, uh, mm. and so I make my own lemonade. Sure. That's <laughs> funny. You, you nah, can laugh. Nah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, that's yes. Sounds um, So for the audience, here's my yeah. favorite homemade lemonade recipe because mm. I only make it homemade now. Mm. Um, it's this. You take six lemons. And mm. you take the peels of the lemons. We are, you know, well, was it peel or rind? Rind's the inside part. So I don't know if you're taking just the outside or if you're just taking the, the whole thing. Except, just yeah, take, then just, just your peel in. All yeah. right. Shave it off, right, yeah. with a knife if you have exceptional skill or a mm. vegetable peeler, whatever it is. Put that into a bowl, all mm. six from the, the peels from all six lemons. Then you dump, mm-hmm. I dump between three quarters to a cup of sugar in there, mm. whatever. I like it a little bit less sweet myself, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. dump some sugar in there three quarters to a cup, depending on your preference. Mm-hmm. Some even say as high as a cup and a quarter. For me, that's mm-hmm. way too high. But anyways, sure. dump it in there and then you let it sit. And it can mm-hmm. sit for like, you know, 24 hours if you want. I put some saran over top of it, let it sit. Yeah. And what happens is the sugar extracts the oil from the lemons. And so by the end of the process, whether it's five hours, four hours mm-hmm. or 24 hours, you have this aromatic stunning you know mixture of lemon and sugar and the sugar breaks down and it, it becomes almost like a slushy sure. and oh it's just it just it's a it's a beautiful smell yeah so then you boil six cups of water mm. or not quite but it's, you know get it decently hot mm-hmm. like you're steeping tea right so you get it hot sure. six cups take it off the burner dump the lemon and sugar mixture in there mm-hmm. uh, let it steep for five minutes and then take that mixture strain out the lemons and dump it in to a mm. bowl let that cool to room temperature once it's at room temperature take the lemons that you recently you know peeled cut them in half whatever and just take all the lemon juice out and put Mm -hmm. the lemon juice into the the mixture and and saturate the mixture with this lemon juice and then of course mix it up let it sit in the fridge and then you know once it's chilled put it on ice and oh you have the most phenomenal cup of lemonade that possibly could be created it's just so refreshing 
interesting. I love hey, it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. When we uh, actually were on our honeymoon um, in Victoria, we sometimes got a couple um, things of lemonade again, that freshly squeezed stuff um, yeah. and was quite good. But I will say that when I was there, I was pleasantly surprised that the iced tea that you get there is often unsweetened cold tea. Um, and for me, that is what I often prefer to have. I did just finish um, a glass of it just recently here. And I mean, it uh, re-sparked my interest in that again. I'm used to uh, make sweet tea a lot when I was in high school and university, as I'm sure you do know. Um, but now, I don't know, there is something about the unsweetened tea with a splash of lemon in there. And it's, uh, yeah, over ice hot tea, I really don't enjoy. It reminds me of being sick. And I just, I don't get a good feeling about that. But the nice cold tea over, over ice unsweetened is where um, I'm finding a nice refresh refreshing beverage, I guess you could say. Now, to me, to me, mm -hmm. that's suspect. And I think the audience will think the same thing because unsweetened tea is for Americans and we're mm. not American, as you know, we're Canadian and mm. Canadians drink sweet tea or a sweeter mm. tea. You know, we're Albertans mm -hmm. and Albertans drink a sweeter tea. Mm. And so in my opinion, this idea of having unsweetened tea, well, I mean, to me, it just kind of rings alarm bells, actually. Mm. I'm not mm. sure what our listeners think. I suppose they can comment in the, in the uh, box below, mm -hmm. but, um, that's my opinion on the matter. So there you go. We can have a bit of now granted, granted, if you made an Arnie Palmer, mm. if you took the sweet tea mm. and the lemonade and you mixed it maybe at a ratio of three quarters lemonade to one quarter tea, mm. that might be something that might be something. There but on, a, on the whole, yeah, at any rate. Hey, that's. Uh, I think that just goes to show the <laughs> listeners not that uh, I have poor taste, but that you just have more of a sweet tooth than I do. That's um, true. Which would explain that's the number correct. of cavities that you have compared well, to no, me. No, no, so, like that. That's that's um, a closely guarded secret because then I'll I'll reveal yours as well. That's. Uh, but we we'll we'll move forward for now. Obviously, uh, not much <laughs> yeah, time left. That was the on the episode it. today. You um, should go into career in but law. That, but that uh, <laughs> no, I mean moving forward, obviously, and that is. Um, you know, being August 25th here, we're looking at just uh, some people are already going back within the next seven days, a little bit after the long weekend for some people, but university um, and school, high school, elementary school, whatever you want to um, call that, you are going to be going back to school. A lot of people, you and I obviously aren't um, very thankful for that. We uh, did our dues and paid our fees uh, to do that already. But um, so I guess, yeah, with that said, with this theme of going back to school, I think it might be nice to touch a little bit just on what is happening at the universities now and what um, may be some concerns about it or what's going on really well at these universities. Um, and I guess I might start the questioning going, um, and that is just asking you, you know, obviously, again, being a, a fairly recent graduate, not too recent, um, but what would you say the status and, and health of our universities are right now within Alberta, Canada, America, wherever you want to look? Right. So we were asked the same question at one of our events recently in central Alberta. Hmm. Um yeah, Central East Alberta. Sure. What's your opinion on the universities? What's mm -hmm. your take on the universities? What's your stance on the universities? And our answer, my answer is quite simple. The mm. status of the universities, the news from the university is very bad. Mm. This is not just relegated or delegated to one university, but to you can apply this to the whole of the universities mm. or the vast majority of them. The news is very bad. Mm-hmm. But it's incorrect to say that the news is bad because the universities are wrong mm. or what they're teaching is wrong. It's true sure. they are teaching what's wrong. But it would be one thing if it was just that. If mm. it was just that the universities were teaching what was wrong. Mm. If it was just that the professors were teaching incorrect theories or incorrect values or incorrect dogmas or incorrect mm. ideals. That's one thing. Because then you can engage in rational conversation. You can engage in uh, discussion. Mm. 
with mm. that professor or that admi uh, administrator or student union president or what have you, et cetera. And you can try and sway his or her mind or their mm. minds to um, change their thought and have them teach what's correct, right? Their minds can be changed and can be switched in order to actually instruct proper proper ideas, right? Or mm -hmm. how to think, whatever, what might have you. Sure. But it's worse than that, right? The state of the universities right now is worse than that, mm. right? The problem with the universities at present is that they are insane, mm -hmm. right? The universities have gone insane. The professors are teaching what's insane. Uh, student union clubs and student clubs are promoting what's insane, right? Mm -hmm. Classrooms are going insane, right? Mm -hmm. so, and this trickles into the society, right? Like, sure. again, it's one thing to say that they're wrong, but it's more than that now. Right. Now they're going insane. And so what they do, what the universities do, the reason this is so important is because they set students not forth into the world, right? Mm -hmm. Instead, they set them loose like a pack sure. of rabid wild dogs mm. to conquer influential positions like administration, politics, mm -hmm. law. Politics was a big one, right? Everyone, mm -hmm. <laughs> everyone yeah. we went to school with in the arts was... It was not that we would took arts, but that, you know, that you'd interact with, wanted to be a politician, yeah. I'm going to be a politician. I'm going to ascend the thrones of power sure. and revolutionize the society. Mm -hmm. um, at any rate, they're set loose into the world. And so then mm -hmm. that, that, that which they're indoctrinated with saturates the whole of society mm -hmm. and completely, actually, as they intend to do, mm -hmm. it completely revolutionizes the society and not for the better, right? Mm -hmm. As we're seeing. So okay. what's the news on the universities? It's bad because right. the universities are insane. And we're talking primarily right. about the liberal arts at present, right? Sure. The liberal arts were conquered first mm -hmm. um, with this, with this, these insane ideologies. Mm -hmm. And now that's migrating to the sciences. Sure. But the problem with the sciences, not the problem, but the reality of the sciences is that they're just not very good at politics. Mm -hmm. That's not a knock against them. It might even be actually a, <laughs> a badge of honor in this day sure. and age. But at any rate, politics is not their... Mm -hmm. virtue right they excel at dissecting the real world yeah and uh, composing a picture about how the world works mm -hmm. right how it works mechanically whether it's physics chemistry mathematics or certain branches of mathematics mm -hmm. they they excel at dissecting the world and then producing a picture mm -hmm. in the form of writing in the form of literature etc experiments to demonstrate how the world works. What are the mm -hmm. mechanics of this infinitely complex machine that we call the universe, right? That's what they're yeah. good at. Whereas mm -hmm. the liberal arts, right? The, the, uh, yeah, the liberal arts excel with the, um, interacting and manipulating the human, the human mm -hmm. mind and focusing on emotions and how to get a certain group to do something and another group to do another thing. Um, mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And so they're very good at politics, right? That's their, that's what they excel at is politics. Mm -hmm. And so as they march towards the sciences, unless we do something right now, the sciences just don't have a hope mm -hmm. because they're fighting on a battlefield that is not their own, right? It's mm -hmm. foreign and the tactics are foreign and yeah. it's like a, an invader that you're just not prepared for. So yeah. that's, yeah, that's the news. Yeah. Absolutely. And I guess then with that, um, you mentioned a couple things in that in that point to know that at the very start when we were talking about cavities, um, you had mentioned uh, maybe <laughs> going into law. And so I guess um, in, in honor of that and in that, uh, I guess, breadth of, of, of the law, um, 
as people obviously know within the legal system you need proof of things Um, and I think that proof is such a big piece of this pie and so um, not that I'm disagreeing with you by any means but um, with a claim stating that you know the the institutions that we've relied upon for you know hundreds of years really um, across the world and especially in Western civilization to educate um, individuals Mm. to make the claim I would say the very bold claim that they are actually insane um, is there you you know scenarios or situations that you can come up with that are definitive concrete proof of that claim right good question right because the claim is extraordinary right Mm -hmm. to call these monumentous or monumental and magnificent institutions that -hmm. have existed as you mentioned for centuries Mm -hmm. that um they're going insane or that they are insane is not just a frivolous comment and it's not a Mm -hmm. facetious one either so Mm -hmm. the first proof i would give is well you and i were there (laughs) (laughs) and we and we and we saw it right like sure there's a there's a visual proof and there's i experienced it and you Mm -hmm. experienced it granted we didn't really take liberal arts Mm -hmm. like so the audience might not know but hunter's quite a bit smarter than i am especially in mathematics hunter's um intellect in the real mathematics is stunning right insofar as he's exceptional at at multiplying subtracting adding fractions he can see pictures on the graphs and all of those things that i never could see i like math a lot and i love algebra um and and certain um, branches of calculus but i could never see pictures and i could never understand um hunter can put together two equations or he can get from step one to step two from the equation to the solution in an instant he just sees the picture the connection whereas i don't i have to work through it but that's you know we mostly studied in the mass right mm-hmm. and the sci- and the sciences and so on and you took business and i took uh economics but there was some aspect we had to take some liberal arts classes too mm-hmm. right and that's where we saw it most of all mm-hmm. where you would walk into classroom and we'll talk in a moment you would just hear these most insane things right the mm-hmm. most insane things um so we saw it on one hand that's the first proof but that for a lot of people won't be enough mm-hmm. granted i think i think and I, you can probably agree with me i think parents would agree too that you know those who send their their children to school to mm-hmm. university see it as well right for sure like for them they can see it and even some yeah. you know lots of students can see it yeah. so on one hand that's that's a proof but there's a more concrete proof in my opinion one that i like mm-hmm. better and it's this the universities are insane because insane things no longer strike them as being insane. And again, we're talking primarily about the liberal arts. Mm. Things which are insane no longer strike them as being insane. Mm. Instead, things which are sane strike them as being insane. Mm. Okay, so things which are insane strike them as being sane, and things which are sane strike them as being insane. This is a quote from an author named Chesterton. He goes, oddities don't strike odd people. You can just Mm -hmm. say that insane things don't strike insane people, right? Mm -hmm. He says, oddities only strike the normal person as being Mm -hmm. odd. And insane things only strike the sane person as being odd, right? The reason that the insane man, the reason that the progressive, Mm -hmm. you know, goes through life trying to make things more and more and more and more progressive. And he's always pushing the boundary and he's always trying to restructure society and make it more, how would you say, you know, keep pushing the line, make it more and more extreme, more and more radical is because Mm -hmm. he's bored, right? He's so bored and he's bored because nothing surprises him anymore. Mm -hmm. Nothing for him is a shock. The universities have lost all of their shock value, all of their shock factor, Mm -hmm. right? You can say just about anything in the university and they won't go, well, that's mm-hmm. not right 
or whoa, mm -hmm. that's wrong, or oh my, that's you know that's foul, that's evil, mm -hmm. that's vile, right? Those terms have completely left their vocabulary. They no longer mm -hmm. recognize them. Instead, everything is accepted as being mm -hmm. sane. So, as such, there's no shock factor. That's right. the proof. You know, like what's a good example? Well, I could walk into, and I mean this honestly, and I'm not being again, I'm not being facetious. I can walk into a classroom, a liberal arts classroom, and I can go, I am a cat. Mm -hmm. I am a cat. I am a feline. I have the qualities and traits of a feline. And you will refer to me as a feline. Mm -hmm. I can say that and they'll accept it. Mm -hmm. And someone who says, no, you're not, will be will be marked as an insane man. He'll mm -hmm. be ridiculed. He'll be mocked. He'll be canceled. He'll be all of these things because mm -hmm. he doesn't adhere to the demands of an individual who is clearly stating something which isn't true. And we've lived in this world where, you know, guys who say such a thing as what I just said, have to sort of apologize for it and say, try and rationalize their position and say, I'm sorry, I have to say this, but no, that's nonsense, right? Mm -hmm. It is objectively true that you are not, I am not a feline. Mm -hmm. I'm not a cat and I can't be, I'm human. Mm -hmm. So to walk into a university and say that I am a cat, mm -hmm. they will accept it, right? As being totally normal, being mm -hmm. totally acceptable, be what you want to be, you know, all of these things. To me, that's insane because right. it's not, it's insane, right? It's right. not sane. Right. So that's the proof. Nothing shocks sure. the universities. Nothing shocks mm -hmm. the, there's no shock factor. It's all gone. Sure. You know, nothing is too extreme or radical for them, except for that, which isn't extreme or radical. Mm -hmm. That which sure. is foundational is insane in their opinion. And therefore right. they're insane. Now I know this is, that's complicated. I know there's mm -hmm. a lot of insane, insane things. So you might have to, you know, the yes. <laughs> listeners <laughs> might have to listen once or twice. I know it's, but anyway, at any rate, that's the proof. That's right. the proof. Right. Yeah. And I guess with that then, um, you know, obviously you being from economics discipline and even in the mm -hmm. finance world um, mm -hmm. and, and business world, there's typically this idea that, you know, human beings tend to act rationally. But I guess what I'm going to ask then in this case um, yep. is, is this idea that we're talking about, again, I don't think that anyone's going to disagree um, with, you know, some of the crazy things that are happening in yep. universities. Um, yep. Is it really insanity though, or is it actually just a rationality? Like, are we just seeing, right. you know, it one step too far and now we're no longer rational beings, but these are irrational um, altogether. Is that maybe more so an accurate statement than the insanity claim? Right. Now that's a good question. That's a really good question. Is it? That's a good question to think about it. Is it that mm -hmm. the universities, sorry, move, there we go. Is mm -hmm. it that the universities are irrational do when you send your child to university because mm -hmm. it seems clear that the universities are insane mm -hmm. are you sending them to a place of irrationality and the answer is no it's mm -hmm. easy to think that it is it's easy mm -hmm. to think that the universities are now totally irrational but it's not true it's the opposite right mm -hmm. the universities are not irrational they are mm -hmm. super rational mm -hmm. all they have left is their rationality they worship rationality their mm -hmm. god excuse me has become rationality that's mm -hmm. what they care about mm -hmm. all they care about is rationality they've thrown out everything else right mm -hmm. foundations natural laws law itself objective law right mm -hmm. um etc and instead all they have is rationality it's like having a dish a meal and you mm -hmm. put some seasonings on that meal you put mm -hmm. you sprinkle some salt on it and it's good right if you have salt on it just a bit not too much but just some salt mm -hmm. it makes the dish come alive and it, you know, stimulates your senses and all of these things. Mm -hmm. But if you replace that whole meal with just salt mm -hmm. and you just eat a block of salt for supper, well, it's going to kill you. Mm -hmm. You're going to die. And it's the same thing with rationality. Rationality is good. It's excellent. It's needed. It makes everything else come alive. But if you replace all other things 
like objective law, which we'll talk about in a moment, with just rationality, mm -hmm. it's going to kill you. It's going to completely mm -hmm. destroy the society itself. Mm -hmm. So is the university irrational? No. Are the universities irrational? No. They are mm -hmm. rational. They're super rational. All they have left is their rationality. Here's what I mean. Okay, so this is where it gets most complicated. So we'll try and make it as simple, as simple as possible. And this will mm -hmm. be a very on the surface explanation just because you know you can study this topic for oh hours and hours and weeks and months if you wanted to but the the general premise is this mm. proofs truth etc right mm -hmm. the foundations of uh, not the foundations proofs and truth and all of these things rest on a foundation society mm -hmm. itself rests on a foundation you need that foundation think of building a house when you build a house you need a foundation and that foundation has to be solid, right? It has mm -hmm. to be concrete. You don't want a foundation of sand. You don't want a foundation of snow. You don't yeah. want a foundation of water and you don't want a foundation of cake mm -hmm. has to be concrete. It has to be solid. It has to be strong and it's often invisible insofar as it's hidden right by mm -hmm. the actual structure, the home itself, but it's mm -hmm. there and you know, it's there and you can tell it's there because everything else exists because mm -hmm. the house exists. Right. Sure. You know that there's a foundation to a house, not because you can see it, because you often can't, mm -hmm. but because instead the house is standing. And mm -hmm. if the house wasn't standing, you know that there was no foundation or the foundation was bad. In university, mm -hmm. in the universities, in the liberal arts, they've completely rejected those foundations. They're mm -hmm. trying to knock them out. Right. It's like trying to destroy the foundation of the house that you're living in. Right. Mm -hmm. You think you're winning, but in reality, the house is just going to crush you. It's going yeah. to topple on top of you. They're sawing off the branch that they're sitting on, right? Mm -hmm. You need those foundations. It's absolutely critical that you have them. What mm -hmm. the universities are trying to do, because they're so rational, because they're because they worship rationality, they're mm -hmm. trying now to rationalize mm -hmm. rationality itself, which, as you can tell and as I can tell, it just logically crumbles. It just contradicts. Mm -hmm. It just it's logically incoherent, right? Mm -hmm. It completely destroys the whole of their belief system actually not not right. just their argument but their whole dogma their right. whole ideology right they're mm -hmm. trying to rationalize rationality itself mm -hmm. here's what i mean the foundations of the university of human existence for that matter itself mm -hmm. is law there are certain laws that exist which do not need to be proven there are certain laws there are certain truths mm -hmm. that are self-evident they are true because they are and right. you need them upon all other truths hmm. um excuse me all other truths rest upon mm -hmm. those self-evident truths you yeah. they're absolutely critical that like you know uh, thou shall not murder thou right. shall not steal right all right. whatever they are whatever <clears throat> those truths are they're clear they're self-evident there mm -hmm. is a knowingness in our hearts mm -hmm. that they're true we just know that they're true because they are i know right. that i'm human because i am right? I'm not, I am who I am, but you know, that's, mm -hmm. that's a divine term, but I know that I'm human. I know that you're a human. You just, mm -hmm. you know, it, right. It's mm -hmm. self-evident. It's clear. It's true. I am not a feline. I know it. Yeah. It's self-evident. Yeah. doesn't yeah. need to be proven. And upon that foundation, those foundations, all other proofs rest. Mm -hmm. And so if you try and take away those foundations, if you reject mm -hmm. them saying that they're archaic, they're outmoded, they're old, they're old fashioned, they're, what else is it? Like a, misogynistic or who yeah. knows what yeah. right you destroy the society the university mm. itself you right. can explain it most clearly like this 
I can look at you because the screen is opaque. Mm -hmm. It stops my sight. It says, here's the point where you stop. And so I can see. Mm -hmm. But even if my screen was transparent, I'd look through it and behind it, I would see a wall. Mm -hmm. But that wall is opaque. And so it stops mm -hmm. my sight. And so it says, right. you can see because that wall isn't transparent. It stops, right? It's self-evident. It's, it's there. It's true. Mm -hmm. But even if the wall was transparent, I'd look behind and there would be a deck. And that right. deck is not transparent. And it, my sight would stop. And I'd say, oh, there's where I stop. I can see. If the deck were transparent, I'd go to the trees behind the yard. And I'd say, that's where I stop because the trees are opaque, right? And so I can mm -hmm. see. And I can do this for a while. Now, eventually, right, my sight has to stop. There mm -hmm. has to be something opaque. Because if I do it forever, if mm -hmm. I look and look and everything is transparent, right? If I keep looking through things, it's the same thing as not to see. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing as being blind. If I never stop, if I never stop looking through things, then for all intents and purposes, mm -hmm. it's as though I can't see, right? right? It's same, this is not my thought. This is from Abolition of Man, the book I shared last week. This is the last paragraph of Abolition of Man in chapter mm -hmm. three, uh, which is called, oh, that chapter is called The Abolition of Man. Mm -hmm. um, it's a C.S. Lewis quote, but it's true. Mm -hmm. If you keep looking through things forever, it's the same thing as not to see. Mm -hmm. And so as a university, if you keep trying to rationalize mm -hmm. forever and ever and ever, well, I know I said the universities are irrational. They are, but it's the same thing as being irrational. Yeah. There's nothing which you can say, this is what rationality is. Mm -hmm. Those self-evident truths, thou shall not murder, thou shall not steal, though that is rationality itself, mm -hmm. right? That is what rationality is. And upon all these other, th all these other thoughts rest upon that foundation, right? It's mm -hmm. so critical. But right. by rejecting them, the universities just keep looking through and they enter into this infinite regress where they're mm -hmm. always trying to rationalize more and more and more and more and more and more and they never stop. And right. it turns the whole society completely insane right. or the whole university, which then trickles into society. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so that's the, that's, that's the theory. Now I know that's sure. again, that's complicated. I know, but mm -hmm. boiled down simply, it's this, the universities have rejected truth, self-evident mm -hmm. truth as such. They're trying to prove everything else based on what? Who knows? And right. so it's turned them insane. Right. Yeah. 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 And I guess um, with that, then, now that we've established that piece of it, um, and I think the argument, you know, the, the proofs are there that the universities have kind of gone insane in, yeah. in a few of these ways. Oh, there are. Um, yep. But um, yeah, before we close out the show, and obviously with our students, well, do you maybe want to mm. touch, um, first, obviously, for those that haven't listened to the podcast before, um, encourage you to subscribe so you never miss another episode in the future. But um you know, we always often like to talk about what would an independent Alberta do differently or what is the yeah. APP proposing to be done differently? Um, yeah. So in this case of this, um, you know, now insane university, how could mm -hmm. this be stopped and would it actually ever be stopped even if Alberta does get its independence or oh, more yes. autonomy? Yes. Like, okay, so of course our purpose for existence at the APP is freedom and prosperity through independence, right? Mm -hmm. We want to see freedom and prosperity through independence. That's true. Yeah. But there are other reasons for our existence as well. Mm. One of them being most fundamentally a return to objective law, objective truth. We want to reintroduce, not that, not that they come from us, they don't, these truths, mm -hmm. but we want to once again recognize these mm -hmm. self-evident truths in society. Mm -hmm. And so it might be that the university is saying that those self-evident truths no longer exist. And instead, progressivism is the new mm -hmm. God that all of us are supposed to worship, or modernism is the new God all of us are supposed to worship. But we're saying no, right? We're being we're 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 pushing back against it and saying that's that's not true. That's wrong. Right. And so right now we have a system with government, right, that bows 
and they mm-hmm. bow to these indoctrinators so quickly because everyone's mm-hmm. so afraid of being canceled. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not right because mm-hmm. you cannot reason. This is a quote from a movie, but you can't reason with a tiger when mm-hmm. your head's in its mouth, right? Sure. You That's like the fundamental of negotiation. It's mm-hmm. a reason Alberta's in the position it's in with no leverage with the East because they have our, our head in their mouth as the mm-hmm. consequence of the population and the setup of confederation, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So you, we might, you know, politi- not we, but politicians and bureaucrats and officials and powerful men and women might try and appease these individuals that are promoting these insane dogmas and doctrines, mm-hmm. but it'll only work for so long, right? Eventually yeah. that, that alligator will clamp down on you. It'll take you, it'll drag you mm-hmm. down into the river and drown you. So mm-hmm. we're standing, really it is, we're just standing up against it. We're saying that's actually not true. Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. self-evident truths. There are self-evident laws. There are natural laws. There are objective laws that have to be enshrined and upheld in a society in the new constitution mm-hmm. so that they spread forth into the province and as a consequence, actually, into the rest of Canada, hopefully, as they mm-hmm. see how um, how successful it will be. So, and mm-hmm. you're quite correct about the students, too. Students now go to university those who are going to university if you're going to university if you've sent your child to university now then you no longer go there to learn how to think mm-hmm. right you go to be indoctrinated mm-hmm. so it's not so much that you're going to university anymore as it is you're going to alliance den mm-hmm. and you go to be consumed right it used to be that you went to the university to discover how to think mm-hmm. and discuss ideas and now you go to be consumed by these ravenous educators indoctrinators mm-hmm. clubs administrators etc who are mm. working their hardest to reshape and restructure and transform radically the society mm-hmm. into an image of something which we do not want it to be, right? Yeah. And so the student who's going there has to, oh, he has to resist and has and has to have a remarkable resolve mm-hmm. to ensure that he is not or she is not captured and consumed and destroyed by this mm-hmm. indoctrination and instead stands as a steady light against that which is wrong. So yeah. it's like a Oops. march forward. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no. And uh, with that said, I'll start off with this conclusion here in wishing our uh, listeners that are university students well uh, and parents of university students, obviously siblings, whoever it may be, um, you know, we don't do here at the APP wish you all luck, um, whether that's exams or uh, if you're first getting there, moving, enjoying craft dinner, uh, you know, a sandwich, whatever you can <laughs> afford at the time. It's all good. Mr. Noodles is always a nice backup plan. Um, and once a week, maybe you treat yourself to McDonald's or something like that. I don't know. Whatever that Ooh. person decides. Um, you know, we made it through that somehow, and yet here we are. We're all good, so you will. Uh, wow. We have confidence that they we're, can too. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. That's um, yes, yes. Well, after the semester, we might have a different piece of advice, but we'll start with that for now. Um, with that said, though, if you do want to get involved with the project or send us an email, we love hearing from our listeners. You can reach out to contact at albertaprosperity.com. That is our email. Make sure to just put podcast in the uh, subject line, though. That way, we know to get it directed towards us. As well, if you want to follow us on social media, we are um, so grateful for that as well we've got facebook twitter instagram youtube be sure to subscribe and that way you can find out everything that's happening within the project with that said though um, it was great talking to you today tanner again best of luck to the university students starting next week i'm glad i'm not one of them but uh, we are wishing you luck we'll talk to you again next week tanner thanks you